and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, Twyla, how are you? I am blessed on this great Thursday, this precursor to a wonderful Friday in another weekend. So, you know, there was a, and I pray you are, are likewise blessed today. Oh, I, I am. All, all is well. All, all is well. Is well. Um, there's a couple of verses that I wanted to read out of Luke chapter four, verses 38 and 39. It says, and Jesus arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon Simon's house and Simon being Peter, Simon's wife's mother or Simon's mother-in-law was taken with a great fever and they besought Jesus for her. And Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her. And immediately she got up and ministered unto them. And, and that's it, verse 30 and 39. I just wanted to borrow from that uh, text uh, the, the, the two words, get up. When Jesus rebuked the fever, there was no negotiation, no conversation. There was no delay or hesitation. When Jesus rebuked the fever, it immediately left her and she got up. And I just wanted us to encourage those listening to get up, stir them up in their spirit, stir up the gifts within them, stir up the faith within them that they, as we, should get up from where we are and be about our Father's business. Amen. Amen. Can you and you pray know, over this, and then we can just have a quick discussion. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for uh, your word that you've planted in our hearts for this time. Lord, we pray as we release your word, God, we, Lord God, uh, for the Holy Spirit, dear Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, uh, in, increase this word in us and increase this word in the hearts uh, of the hearer in the name of Jesus. For in the time that we're living in today, God, it is you're calling us to get up and go, to rise to our feet to make progress and to be encouraged, oh God, and to be get busy on the things that you have called us, oh Father, to open up our eyes, give us the spirit of discernment, dear Father, wisdom and, not, and revelation knowledge, dear Father God, to do what you've called us to do. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. You know, oftentimes in scripture, when Jesus does the part that he has promised to do works a miracle. He then gives a command to those who are the recipients of the miracle. He says to Peter's mother-in-law, arise or get up. He said to the man that they lowered through the roof when he healed him, he said, get up after he healed him. He said to the lepers after he healed them, go, 
they were to go show themselves unto the priest. He said mm -hmm. to Lazarus after he after he rebuked death, he said, Lazarus, come forth. He said to Peter in the boat, when Peter wanted to know if it's you, then bid me come. He said, come. So after he works a miracle and does the miraculous on his side, he then gives, and it goes, there's many, many, many other uh, examples. He gives us a command. He will do the part that you can't do. And he expects you to do the part that you can do. And that mm -hmm. is to get up from where you are, to take action, to go, to be about your father's business. And so that is what we want to just encourage your hearts over these next few minutes is to get up, to be about your father's business, to stir up the gifts within you and to, and to accept what he has done and put some action to your faith. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? Let me just read this quote quote uh, that uh, I had taken from, I can't remember where, but I got it written down. And it says this, Christian life is not to be lived in the realm of natural temperament and Christian work is not to be done in the power of natural endowment. But Christian life is to be lived in the realm of the spirit and Christian work is to be done on the power of the spirit. And God has much for us to do. And that we, if we believe in him, have faith in him, if we answer the call to rise up and go, that as you said before, God will put his, his uh, super on our natural and that we will be able to fulfill the work uh, of, of the Lord. The purpose of it is that he will be glorified in the earth. The purpose is that other men may see, believe in Jesus Christ and receive the call to accept their gifts and to move on and to expand the kingdom. That is the purpose of it. The purpose of it is that we will live an abundant life, but we have to arise from where we are, uh, the situations that we may have encountered in past that seems to be plaguing our hearts and our minds, that we speak to it and that we move on. This is the call of the Holy Spirit saying, arise and go. Arise and go. Put your faith into action. Faith without works is, is dead. dead. And so you just saying, I believe, I believe, but you're not putting action to it to, to uh, do what would uh, demonstrate that you believe does not profit anything. But when you say, I believe, and God says, then, then go do or, or go be or arise. And then you take that next step and you you know that that next step can only be taken if you truly do believe in him and believe upon what he has said. And that is the challenge. That is the challenge to each and every one of us today is to get up. I mean, you know, arise sounds like a nice word. It means the same thing, but arise sounds softer and nicer and more, you know, more Gentile. Mm -hmm. The get up means, you know, you've been, and that's what, didn't he say that to the Israelites when they were wandering around in the wilderness? He says, you'd have dwelt in this mount long enough. Get up and take your journey. It's time to move from where you are to where he has called you to be. And the thing is, it's not easy. It's not comfortable. 
change is often, uh, you know, it it rattles the 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 sense of safety and it rattles the sense of of complacency and it takes you from your comfort zone and and moves you to a place where uh, generally you're not comfortable and it's unfamiliar. But that is what he calls us to do to get up. I've not been feeling well, but he speaks. He speaks a healing over your body. Now get up and be well. I, I'm not sure that this storm, I can weather this storm, but he speaks peace to the to the storm and tells you to now get up and be about your father's business. It takes faith to act upon what Jesus has spoken in your life. And without that faith, without that action, then your faith is of uh, null and void. It, it does not render any benefit to you because you have to, uh, he's done his part. Like you said, he's He's done his super. You've got to do your natural, put them together and you get a supernatural miracle uh, of God's grace divine. But you've got to get up from where you are. And I'm telling you, you can become so complacent. Have you ever just on a lazy, I call them lazy Saturday when it's raining and dreary out and you just don't want to get up and then, you know, you got things to do. So you got to get up from where you are because the only way they're going to get done is if you get up. Amen. Amen. You know, even while you were talking, uh, Twyla, you, you said speak uh, several times. And that really rung out in my spirit. We have to speak to ourselves. I know even today I was out, you know, cleaning the gazebo. It was, you know, <laughs> trying to prepare it for just the, the relaxation, uh, entertainment. And all of a sudden, uh, the Lord, and I know it was the Holy Spirit that came upon me and told me to start speaking and speaking uh, what the promises are what my desires are. And I began to really, I began to start speaking to the point where I, I know it was at least five minutes that I'm speaking the word of God, declaring some things over my life. And because oftentimes if you don't see it, cause there's a part in this, um, you know, uh, you know, hearing from God or arise, there's a part where you have to wait on the Lord, but waiting on the Lord doesn't mean that you just don't do anything. Uh, the, the spirit of the Lord or Jesus said, occupy until I come. We're supposed to be moving. We're supposed to be doing, but yet still uh, speaking the word of God as we wait on the Lord, that he gives us instruct, instructions. And I mean, you know, speaking to that mountain and say, be thou removed and be cast in the sea. When you begin to start declaring some things, speaking it out, just speak it out. And that's what I did. It just speak it out. Don't let it just rest in your head, uh, you know, just, but speak it out through your mouth. Say it, say it. And I really believe that it causes um, the angels of the Lord to get involved in what you're saying. It really begins to encourage your spirit. I believe God is saying, I just want to hear you speak it because that is your faith you right know, there. I don't know. Everyone has different uh, different uh, triggers that gets them moving and motivates them to do uh, what they need to do. But each of us, each of us needs to be motivated to get up from where we are, to do what we can with what we have. Sometimes we're waiting for there to be an overabundance of, uh, of, 
clarity for what it is we want to yes. do, or we want there to be an overabundance of provision for what we're trying to do. Like it would be kind of crazy to us to, to go forward. Uh, maybe you want to go to a concert and you don't have a ticket, so you wouldn't drive to the venue. That would sound crazy, but those are the kind of crazy things that God uh, tests us to do is to go forth. The Bible says Abraham, he sent him out and he didn't know where he was going when he went forth. Sometimes he doesn't make clear what the next steps are, but he tells you to take the first step. And for many of us, especially if you like things, you know, decent and in order, you want to know not only the first step and the second step, but you want to know every step until the end. And I'm not going to leave until I have this thing mapped out. But that would not be the kind of faith that God calls you to. He calls you to walk where you can't see the next step. He calls you to move when you don't know where you're going to land. He calls you to trust when you can't even understand what it is you are uh, going to navigate into. He calls you. He calls you to believe without seeing and to move without having a full understanding of where you're moving to. That's why it, you just like if I get up, what if my legs don't sustain me? What if uh, I don't have enough uh, money when I go to? check out at the counter. What if there's a whole bunch of, of what ifs and, and, uh, and vagalities, but that is where we live in faith. And that is what he calls calls us to do. If you want comfort, uh, comfort is not walking by faith. If you yes. want assurance of how things are going to turn out, he does give us this assurance that if you trust him, you will never be put to shame. They that put their trust and hope in him, but how he's going to work it out, when he's going to work it out, he never gives you that detail. He just says, trust me and believe. And if you trust and believe, I need you to get up, get moving and be about your father's business. Amen. And you know, right now, even as you're speaking, what comes to me is that there's a, when we don't get up, is that there comes a frustration or an anxiety, and sometimes it goes go into depression. But getting up, speaking the word of God, moving forward, and putting your expectation in God, because you know what, a lot of times, you know, again, like you were saying, we don't know, we can't see what God has in store for us. But if we just, if we just arise, get up and move forward, we'll see him move on, on our behalf. You know, what comes to me is that movie law is older movie with uh, Harrison Ford. It was the, um, uh, the arc of, uh, my God, I can't remember the name Raiders of the movie. Of the arc. It, yes. And he was trying to get over to the over side, other side because there was an urgency. I believe the enemy was after him. And he just stood there and looked and all of a sudden he just resolved and he just decided to just take a step. He didn't see no way possible to get across to the other side. So when he took that step, that's when that uh, that that stone or uh, the, uh, in, the invisible became visible. That's just the best way that I can explain it. That's when the invisible became visible. And when he saw that first step, and he's like, oh, 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 I can do this. And he took off running across 
on these in what was once invisible, but now because of his faith, we'll put it like that, that he was able to go to the other side. And, you know, I look at that as a great example because oftentimes, I mean, it's a test. I mean, God is saying, I, it really, it's right here. It, it really is right here. But what I need for you to do, I need for you to take that step so you can see, because in doing that, we learn who, what we learn God's character. We learn who he is. We learn that power that he, you know, he has power over all things. He has dominion over all things. And that he is able to make that uh, expectation come to a realization. And all it is is that we just take that first step. Another scripture you just repeat, he said, then when you do, he said, you will never be ashamed. And, you know, I'm just grateful for even this message because it reminds me even the more to step out. Things seems impossible. Things are not lined up the way that you want it. You may lack resources in going forward, but we have to understand that it's not about us per se. It is about him. He who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, he can cause things to uh, come together for the purpose in which he plant in you. And we just have to take that step and we have to speak it, speak it and take that step. Expect something to happen as you go forth. And then not only that, uh, another one is to count up the cost and surrender. Listen, you just go forward. God, God has us. He really does. Amen. And you know, have you ever, this has happened to me before, have you ever been hesitant or procrastinating to do a thing or maybe just hesitant because you weren't clear on or confident on how the results would end up and you're like, I don't know if I should do it. And then you do it and it ends up being one of the best outcome that you could have ever hoped for and you and you look back and think that and you know I almost missed out because I because I was hesitant or doubtful or fearful of not even taking that first step you've got to take the first step you've got to move from where you are you've got to believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living know that if he calls you to it he'll prepare you to make it through it God is never going to call you to something that he didn't first equip you for he doesn't the I, I, there's a quote that says he doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies those whom he calls. You got to trust and believe in the providence of God, that God knows what he is doing. And that's really at the crux of it all. Do you believe God? Do you trust that he knows what he's doing? Do you trust that he can get you from where you are to where he's told you to go and get you there safely and get you there without harm and get you there better than you are where you are right now? Uh, There was a point at which when Elijah uh, when God was leading Elijah uh, through divine appointment, there was a point when he had sent him to the brook and he was having the ravens to feed Elijah. And then there was a point when he said the river bed dried up, the brook dried up. And he said, you got to get up from here and you got to go over to the, I think it was the widow's house he sent him to next, but you got to get up from where you are because the provision that I had in this season of your life has ended and I need 
need you to move to the next phase. If I keep providing for you where you are, it's doubtful that you'll get up to go where I need you to be. But I'm going to dry, let this dry up here because I need you to get up and move to the next destination. You've been complaining that what you have has dried up. You've been complaining that your resources has seemed to run out. You've been complaining that the provision has seemed to be lacking, but perhaps it might be God is calling you to another place to get up from where you are and to move to where the next provision is on this part of your life's journey. He's going to stop the water from flowing, stop the ravens from bringing bread because he's already prepared the next phase of what he has for you, but you won't get it where you are. You got to get up and get to where he's prepared it for you to be. Didn't he say, and didn't we talk about, he said uh, to his disciples, I've got to go through Samaria because there is an appointment I have. Not only did G we didn't talk about it from this perspective, LJ Renee, not only did Jesus have an appointment in Samaria, but his appointment at the well would have meant nothing if he wouldn't have got the woman to the well while he was there. So Jesus took the journey to Samaria because he had already put it in the heart of the woman to be at the well at that hour. She didn't go at the hour when other women went because she was ashamed. She went when it was high noon, when it was high, the sun was high in the sky and the, and the, and the brutality of the sun was upon her because she thought she went at that hour because she wanted to avoid the crowd. Little did she know she went at that hour because she had an appointment with the savior of her soul amen amen that that is powerful amen and you know what i was just looking at even uh with paul and one of the things that i was reading in uh, philippians 3 and 13 and this is the you know really goes along with it's time to move forward and he says this brethren i count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing i do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. And it goes on even until the uh, 16th verse, but that's just a, a call as Paul is saying, listen, I have not, uh, I'm not, I have not obtained, he said, but I press towards the mark of the high calling. But when you look at Paul's life, we say you have attained much. You have really obtained much. You endured much, but he had in the forefront of his mind, he had in the forefront of his mind that he was going to do the will of God, that he was going to fulfill the purpose that God had called him to, called him to the Gentiles. He was going to go forth. And so he's saying, listen, you know, I have not apprehended. And that's where many of us, where we are now, we, we really have not apprehended all that God has for us. But nevertheless, yet we press towards the mark of the high calling, uh, which is in Jesus Christ. Um, and so therefore, that we may not be perfect. We may not be perfect, but God is the one that does the perfecting. Amen. And you know, there's a quote that I had read and it said, apathy is giving up when we need to get up. 
Apathy is giving up when we need to get up. So sometimes you might lose enthusiasm and fire and just ask God to endow me, endow me with his Holy Spirit and infuse me with the fire of the Holy Ghost. I don't want to be apathetic about things. I don't want to be uh, lack enthusiasm, but I want the fire of God to burn in my belly. Jeremiah said, I was going to quit. I was going to throw in the towel. I was going to give up. I was going to be apathetic. He said, but when I tried to quit, it was like mm. shut up in my bone. So instead of giving up, I had to get up. I don't want to be apathetic and give up on the point when I should be uh, getting up. And sometimes you don't know, but just about the point, a point when you're about to give up, you're right at the break of day. You're right at the turning of the tide in your life. You've been going through this thing for a long time and you've been wondering how long, Lord, how long? And he says, not long, but you say, but how long, how much longer? And you seem to hear people say to you, not much longer now, but you're just at the point where you think, I want to quit. I want to give up. I want to go back. I'm challenging you today. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare let that spirit of apathy settle in uh, into your spirit. You, you take hold to uh, just the hoping against hope. And when the enemy wants you to give up, you show him what your give up looks like and you get up and you get moving in the things of God and you prove to the enemy once again that greater is God in me than all of the forces of hell that fight against me. I might not I might not have the best of everything. I might not be the strongest of what I'm doing, but I'm going to get up and take what I do have and use it for the glory of God and watch God work miracles and wonders in your life. He took a little boy with a slingshot and some smooth rocks. And he defeated a giant that was causing an entire army with armor to go hide in the camp. God will use you if you will get up and present yourself a living sacrifice to be used of him for his glory. Get up from where Amen. you are and do what he told you to do. Amen. The scripture says, and being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That is the message that you keep moving forward. Get up, keep moving forward, and we're encouraging you to continue on to do the work Amen. of the Lord. And just get up, get out from where you are and go get it done get it done. You say, but I don't know what it is. Just get up and take that first step. You know, you never, you sometimes if you, if you've ever had to clean up a house, maybe you had a party or you had a lot of company and every room looks like a wreck and you're like, I don't know where to get started, but you'll never get done if you don't get up and start somewhere. And that is the encouragement to you. Get up and get started with what you have. Get started where you are. It might look daunting and overwhelming, but 
go ahead and get up and get going. I, you got a you got a lot of dreams and a lot of a, a lot of goals in life. You got to start somewhere. You can't finish your degree if you never go register for school. You got to start somewhere. So just get up, get going, and get it done in Jesus' name. That is our call to action for you. And when Jesus speaks into your circumstance, as we read in those scriptures in Luke 4, it doesn't take six months, six days, or even six hours. When he spoke uh, to the fever and rebuked the fever in the woman, she got up immediately. Well, this word is Jesus speaking to your spirit that this is the time, this is the season, this is the day, this is the call to action for you to get up from where you are immediately. Don't, don't keep thinking about it. Don't keep contemplating it, but immediately take action and be about your father's business. Amen. Father, we just thank you and bless your name for this word, God, for it is like a, a stream of water, God, that refreshes dear father our soul and we pray that god that those who are hearing dear father that that they are refreshed and that dear father they are encouraged to rise up father god and go forth and do what you have called them to do we do god break the the stronghold of frustration and depression and any anxiety dear father in doing in fear god of the unknown but god in the name of jesus i hear you just say just trust me that you would never let us fall and you have said that you will never leave us nor abandon us father so in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we pick up our bed and walk in jesus name father in the precious name of jesus and that others may see oh god your, your others will see your glory in the name of Jesus, see your presence, oh Father, uh, in the name of Jesus, and to move forward. Father, we just thank you, God, for in the time that we're living in to this day, it is crucial, it is essential, oh Father God, that we arise and move into those things which you've called us to do. We thank you and we bless you, God, because we believe that you are our shield and our buckler as we speak your word and as we move forward. We thank you, O oh God, for your word says that he that has begun a good work in me, you said you will perform it, dear Father God, until the day of Jesus Christ. And in that we believe in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 And God, we make this mighty bold declaration that as we get up by faith, that any stumbling that may occur, that it will not cause us to, to relapse, relapse back or to fear or to hesitate, but to keep on moving, God. We thank you now. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. We put doubt, fear, and unbelief under our feet, and we thank you for the fire of God in our bellies, the wind of God at our back, and the favor of God upon our lives as we get up from where we are to do what you called us to do in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.